who's got some time for a bottle cast. Monday, baseball opening day for that other sport. How are you doing? Monday bottle cast on the air, out to you. Um, so I know we got a few weeks until the NFL draft. This might be the quote unquote slowest time of the year, but uh, it's good to see just to go over to the uh the league site there and still see people signing in and i mean it's it's no surprise we see you know just on owner activity low snyder's essay less than an hour ago k gun a little over an hour ago bob and weave about a day ago yours truly about a minute ago obviously um barking spiders a few days ago these are the teams that are getting things going, keeping it up with trades, and working towards, you know, making their teams better for the upcoming season, the ones that make the, the league exciting. So thanks a lot, guys. And while this might be the slower part of the off season, there's still a lot of stuff going on. We did have a couple of trades that went down um, a little over a week ago. Uh, one of them, well, a couple, well, one of them was was pretty. Uh, it's going to reshape a few divisions. Going to reshape actually how I envision um, the league going this year. I mean, we can we can get right to it. Uh, the big one, March twenty fifth, Hernan and Taylor, and they are in the same division. I'm look. I just I didn't remember until I looked at it right here. They're within the same division, so. Interesting. Maybe not everybody puts that into uh, their thought process as they're doing these trades, but you know, one guy that wins the division is automatically into the playoffs. Even if you have a shitty division that you're playing in, if you win said shitty division, you're in the playoffs and you're not doing any worse than a three seed. So it's always something to to put into your equation there uh, as you're doing the trades on it. Anyways. Los Niners gave up Kadeem Carey, Kelvin Benjamin, Mr. Jimmy Graham, and the 1.02 pick in this year's rookie draft. Gave that over to Taylor. Taylor gave up C.J. Anderson, the running back, brought back by the Denver Broncos. Uh, the Right now, I mean, no competition, so he's the ever-down bell cow back. Taylor handed him over. He also handed over, arguably, the wide receiver one overall. Antonio Brown, Pittsburgh wide receiver. And Taylor handed over a 2017 first. It's not his, but it's the one he obtained from Barking Spiders. I don't think I'm speaking out of line when I say that uh, the Barking Spiders would be considered one of the stronger teams going into next year. So we're going to envision that 2017 pick to be one of the ones that's lower in the round uh maybe like the back 
third of the first round in there. So I got to say, initially upon looking at it, I was intrigued by the 102. Um, and as somebody that uh, is invested in Devin Funches of Carolina, I, I, I definitely saw the strengths in Kelvin Benjamin. So I, I was initially leading towards uh, Taylor's pickup on this, but just in the last you know week or so, kind of mulling this around in my head, this is a this is a big one there for Hernan and Hernan for all of the uh, the shit that I've given him, and this is the the guy that I've known for a few years before we did this league in here. Uh, you know, win, lose, or draw, he's always in there mixing it up, and he's he's he just got a lot of fight in him and and wants to you know, be the man and, and, and try to do whatever he can to get into that position there for the last few years. More often than not, it hasn't worked out quite in Hernan's way. Uh, he had the number one overall pick in the bottle draft, used it on Calvin Johnson, uh, who was with him for a little bit before Hernan wisely sold out on that stock and got out of the Megatron business before it cashed out for good. But um, Hearn has been a guy that uh, traded a lot of picks and got some players in return, and the returns weren't as great as he is in, he had envisioned and uh, was a source of mirth and merriment for myself and other people. Um, but he's always been into it. And he's, he's, I definitely don't have to worry about him uh, falling out or wanting to do something else. He's, he's in it definitely to win it. So it's good to see him finally hit one that on the surface actually appeared, you know, where I was leaning towards one or the other. It still seemed fairly even, but um, just in looking at it overall, he, he picked up a bell cow or as he calls it a cowbell running back in cj anderson and antonio brown despite being up there a little bit in age i believe he's 27 possibly 28 i'll click over to hearn's roster real quick of course this will be the time where my browser stops working come on oh it can't be reached that's great Okay, uh, but on the higher end of these, uh, you know, 20s in there, so he's not going to be around forever, and he's not, he definitely uh, uh, sold out a few years uh, by giving up Calvin Benjamin uh, in order to get Antonio Brown, but I like it. I mean, it, this is the fourth year. This is the year where the big money is on the line, and why not take a shot? Why not take a swing in there? And he still picks up a 2017 first-round pick in a draft next year that's going to be absolutely fucking loaded. Uh, he picked up a first-rounder. He gave up the 102, which right now might be Treadwell, might be Dotson, might be Henry, um, might be Ezekiel Elliott. We don't know. I mean, I have a feeling of what Mike is going to do, but... Mike is already dealing with, uh, or not dealing with, but already has quite a few picks in the first round there. So he could he could 
definitely uh, change up his approach and uh, leave some interesting vittles there for uh, Taylor at the 1.02. So it's a... Gosh darn it, my, none of my stuff's going to load up now, is it? Ah, sucks. Um, but Taylor sitting there with 102 uh, is going to be kind of playing off a of mic, and I'm sure he's going to be picking Mike's brain over the next coming weeks about what the 101 is going to be. I have a feeling I know where Mike is going to go with it. He's free to tell anybody, but uh, anybody that kind of has done their homework and sees how the rookie drafts are going this year in other dynasty leagues kind of knows where the 101 is. And that finally came up. Okay, so Mike's got the 101, 103, 105. So he's got some tools in there. Tyler Taylor slips in the 102. Mayer, jizzing and screaming, has 104. Milan, Stonehenge Foxes, has 106. Buildosaurus Rex has the 107 and the 109. Clubber Lang has the 108. Who's The Who's Gots have the 10th pick. Los Niners have the 11th and 12th that I traded to him. And then Mike is back in at the 201. So there's some, you know, a lot of motion that's going in on those first round picks. I wouldn't be surprised to see a couple more trades go down that alter those picks around before the draft in early May. Um, But as it stands right now, Taylor has a guy that he's looking at. He's getting up there for a reason. And paid a pretty price to get in there. For Taylor, he's going to be taking 102 as the key piece. I don't know. I mean, Jimmy Graham is Jimmy Graham. But Taylor has four tight ends, three tight ends on his uh, roster now. You've got, no, you got four tight ends. Julius Thomas, Kyle Rudolph. Clive Walford on the taxi squad probably coming off this year. I gotta, I gotta guess he's coming off along with Philip Dorsett. So uh, Taylor's got some room to make up. I don't know if he insisted on Jimmy Graham or if Hernan threw him in to balance it out. But uh, Taylor sitting with a, a definite plethora of tight ends. I don't know exactly where Jimmy Graham's going to slot in. It's a patella tendon tear that he suffered. Uh, last season. It's not like an ACL. It's not like an MCL. Patella tears are still ones that science hasn't really caught up with. They're the ones that um, definitely have a huge impact on players' careers. Uh, Victor Cruz was the latest to have the, or was the last one to have the, the patella tendon tear at the last big name before Jimmy Graham. And there's still some doubt if to, if as to whether Victor Cruz is ever going to step on a field again. And even when he does, the patella is involved in so many different moves as you know, on a, on a wide, a wide receiver and cutting and turning and, and planting all those things in there. Um, we just don't know if, if it's ever going to turn around for Victor Cruz and, and by extent, if it's going to turn around for Jimmy Graham. So Taylor taking a bit of a gamble. If Graham craps out, then he essentially gave up C.J. Anderson, Antonio Brown, and a first-round pick to get Kadeem Carey, Calvin Benjamin, and the second overall pick in there. So a lot of, a lot of uh, pressure on Taylor for uh, Benjamin to have a good year and the 102 to pan out. I hope Jimmy Graham 
makes it through. I just I just am trying to make hay of what Taylor is doing with Foley Torque's roster. We've got four tight ends and we have five quarterbacks, a place kicker and a defense currently on the active roster. So take that as you will. Uh, Taylor is going to have a lot of space open once the rookie draft expands our rosters. That's what I'm guessing. The other trade that went down on the 24th involves your truly. And I finally, I got my man. I'd been pursuing Martavis Bryant for weeks and weeks and weeks. As Mike will tell you, I kept pitching one offer after the other after the other with some big names attached to it. And uh, Mike, to his credit, stuck to his guns, uh, decided that he was going to build around Martavis Bryant. Why not? The guy is insanely talented and and fairly, well, no, very young. Insanely talented, very young, and now with an indefinite future and with an indefinite suspension. So to that point where Mike would have to eat that roster spot for an entire year with all the other pieces that he's trying to put into place, Mike finally decided that he had had enough of the Martavis Bryant experience. He wound up trading him on the 24th. And he receives Isaiah Crowell, kind of my pet project for the last few years, and my 2018 second-round pick. And uh, I wound up getting Martavis Bryant in return. I'm going to take the gamble and put that unusable year on my back. He's going to burn my roster spot. Remember that any player that is suspended... Still has to be on your active roster, cannot be on your IR, cannot be... Well, he could be on your taxi squad if it's a first or second year player. Uh, but Bryant is going to be the burden that I have to carry there. And um, I hope he turns it around. Um, it's somewhat common to the Josh Gordon impact or Josh Gordon problem from a year ago. But... There's the extra dimension of maybe, you know, uh, mental illness, depression that's in there as well. I don't know. We'll see. Um, and then when I start feeling good about finally getting Martavis Bryant for a, a palatable cost there, I'm stopped by the thought and the reality that uh, Josh Gordon, as of this date, still has not been reinstated by Roger Goodell. And they were thinking that it was going to happen mid-March, maybe last week of March, something like that. And it's no going on. I'm looking at pro football talk. I don't see anything new developing with him. Anything on Twitter. Nothing new there with Josh Gordon. So Hernan's still sitting there with Josh Gordon taking up a roster spot. And it's got to be killing him because Hernan's really moving his chess pieces into place uh, for his move this year, obviously, but uh, hasn't heard anything back on the uh, Josh Gordon uh, uh, problem or Josh Gordon issue right now. And if it keeps dragging on, if it drags past the NFL draft and possibly into the rookie draft, Hearn's going to be in a real interesting spot indeed. So on with uh, other news here. Um, the 
schedule that I do for the upcoming year hasn't been set yet. It's it's usually a pretty simple process. You just hit kind of the create schedule button, and then I look over and make sure there aren't any uh, back-to-backs or anything unusual. I always want to do the last two weeks of the season being divisional games. Very kind of basic stuff on there. But it hasn't been set yet. So you see your players um, with schedules. It'll show, you know, uh, uh, oh, I can't remember one of the games. Uh, they'll say like a, a New England player will be p- playing against Pittsburgh on your uh, screen. That's obviously from last year. Same thing as to the schedule that you're seeing so far this time around. I haven't set the schedules yet. I'll let you know right before I do, and I'll let you know once it's done on there. Also, for the NFL draft in late April, I sent out an invite um, for people to come on over and hang out, anybody that's in the area. I know quite a few of you are not in the area. Don't worry about it. Um, But if you want to come hang out, we've been doing the last couple of years. Mitch and Ron and Mike, or the Who's Gots and Clever Lang and K-Gun, as you might better know them, come over and watch and eat chili. And it's a merry old time. So if you want to, come on down. It's totally open. It'll be fun. Even though I don't have any picks until the fourth round this year, it'll be kind of interesting to see what uh, my real-life team, the Packers, not the Rams, uh, want to do or will do in the draft this year. Um, let's see what else we got. Oh yeah, okay. So uh, upcoming ideas or upcoming things that uh, we'll do with the bottle cast. Kind of looking over each division in bottle team by team, kind of see where they've been and what they need to do this coming year to compete for the big pot and in upcoming years to uh, see kind of the, what the direction of their particular teams will be we'll be reviewing some former drafts even starting off with the very first one coming up on the uh fourth year anniversary of it there and uh, see who made some interesting decisions at the time that panned out some diamonds in the rough and some ones that the more fun ones that just fell flat on their face i know i've got a few of them everybody else does as well uh, but that'll just give us some material give me some material to to uh, work through in the next few weeks and uh, go over it with on a, on a team-by-team basis see how everybody's doing and uh, what they seem to be doing with their particular team's future that's about all i have for tonight we're going to be ending off college basketball bringing in baseball but as always football in a few weeks we have the draft and little more than a month out from today, we're going to get the bottle draft going. And uh, we'll see if the draft picks and who's drafting at their positions, if they stay the same, if we're going to see a few more trades in the meantime that kind of shake it up a little bit more. My money is on the ladder. I still think that with the uh, activity that we're seeing on the main page, people still logging in, I think there are people definitely mining around seeing who might be available who might want whom and maybe some uh picks will be up for grab as well always interesting i could get back into it too you never know although i think i might be set (laughs) ready to go for this upcoming season so anyways until next time like i said i'll try to do this every monday and if i have enough uh shit to talk about maybe we'll do it a couple times a week but uh um until then 
I'll talk to you later. Bye.